Hello, everybody, and welcome back to the Classic Quest Podcast. This is the show where we break down the classic hip-hop albums of all time, alleged classics. Mm -hmm. We go through them track by track. We give you our thoughts and opinions on every single song. We talk a lot. My name is Holden Stefan Roy. Hi, I'm your lady friend, Bonnie. And uh, today is a special Patreon-driven request episode for Ismael Gadamsi. And we will be talking about... this is one hell of a title. Jedi Mind Tricks, the psycho, mm-hmm. social, chemical, biological, and electromagnetic manipulation yeah. of human behavior. Consciousness? Consciousness. Oh, because it's got dot, dot, dot. Mm. So I guessed on the last word. You're right. Consciousness. It's, con- it's consciousness. All right. We'll try it again together. The psycho, social, chemical, biological, and electromagnetic manipulation of human consciousness. Google keywords. Plugging. All right. So we're going to do that little intro bit here. It's usually Please, where we do it. We can check the description of the video where you'll go ahead and be able to see when we talk about every single song or you can skip ahead or whatever. Mm-hmm. And uh, we'd like to let everybody know up front that we know we're not experts on anything here. We're just some people that go through albums track by track, give our thoughts and opinions because it's honestly just fascinating. It's almost like every album that we go through allows us to like learn something, grow in our global conscious understanding of this humanity. one definitely does well in general even if it's like yeah i mean everyone I mean, does yeah even if you look at it from like a mapping hip-hop perspective let's be real when we went into this even i thought okay there's like six kinds of hip-hop where i was ignorant as fuck right i should cut that out and then um well the swearing i'm trying not to swear at the beginning um and then uh as we went into it it seemed like not only is it way deeper than i thought but it's like you go into every city and every city just expands into so much stuff like we got a list right now that we're making and there's literally over a thousand active rappers maybe not active but at least a thousand people who rap in montreal to varying degrees of active that's that's just montreal yep what about every other city and in the states and stuff where it's like actually feasible to have a paying hip-hop career holy crap like it's just the the vast volume of stuff out there is astounding to me and i feel like through this journey my understanding has been completely destroyed and rebuilt into something that's significantly more open-minded but mostly because of y'all comments because that's y'all say some stuff and last time we talked about dj quick's mm-hmm. rhythmalism and on that album i said something silly i applied prejudice i said he wore blue he therefore must be affiliated with a certain squad to which chuck taylor came in and said dj quick is a blood which is why he spells his name quick without the c and is also known as the one-man band and then um somebody else mm. commented that ck stands for crip killer and i'm like oh right these are things that don't exist in my city that i yeah. know well you know like, definitely things that we wouldn't or maybe they happen exist here to know. but i don't happen to know anything about that stuff so i was like oh thank you folks but that turned out to be a handy bit of knowledge when chris and i were just discussing rhapsody and she makes a line that goes she she like deliberately says brazy to make a little play on this gang shit in terms of mm. the line she had just made i can't remember it exactly and i'm like thank you guys in the comments section that, on the last video has been like a thing that has you've come across before without ever realizing that it was a thing exactly. and now that you know it, you're gonna see it all the time and so basically we've been doing this for like two and a half years full of comments from people that have been just course and that kind of stuff keeps happening it's awesome so that's why we like to highlight our favorite comment because 
y'all are amazing so mm -hmm. if you make that effort to comment i'll make the effort to read it to answer you and all that good stuff that comes with that we're gonna get into the episode in a quick minute so before we do special thanks to the patrons ismail gadamsey chris prado jonathan barnes dj black hurricane linda williams and coney sparks mm -hmm. we like to shout them out while you're watching because it's really about showing love and whatnot and then we uh talk about it at the end when it's plug time um, meanwhile, why don't we reintroduce the album that we're talking about for the people <laughs> that clicked ahead. Bonnie, what's well, the name of this project? Well, folks, we are doing this week Jedi Mind Tricks, the psychosocial, chemical, biological, and electromagnetic manipulation of human consciousness album, which came out November 4th, 1997. So um, let's, let's talk about like how we know this. Like, All right. Have you ever listened to this kind of stuff before? kind of stuff probably <laughs> yes uh specifically jedi mind tricks no so we like to start off contextualizing how familiar we are with the artist mm -hmm. just because like if you guys have been down with jedi mind tricks since like you know the late 90s you're gonna like think of this album nostalgically or have feelings because i believe the career changes trajectory over the course of the following albums and this one was a bit anomalous compared to some of what would come later on i don't really know that much about it um, because I've only really heard uh, the most recent album they did. I think it's The Bridge in the Abyss or whatever. The one where at the end of the album there's a song about why we shouldn't kill animals and you should go like vegetarian or vegan. And yeah. I thought it was really cool that uh, Vinny uh, Paz was like kind of really making me question like should we be killing baby chickens and shit? And I was like, it was just so unexpected, right? Because yep. like the rest of the album's a little harder. And then it, and I was like, that's really profound. And I found that particular track on that particular album to be one of the most inspiring instances of an artist just randomly throwing in their political beliefs for a, a cause they care about just like bluntly in your face yep. so i won't forget that track and because of that anyway that was stuck on my mind otherwise there's like a couple of songs i realized um the song fraudulent cloth with iman is one that i had listened to you probably don't know it but you probably know who iman is he is the guy who sang that r&b banger fuck what i said it don't mean shit now you know nothing I know it sounded mm, bad Crickets, crickets. Fuck up. Okay, they know what I'm talking about. That dude wrote the weirdest fucking R&B I mean, I'll look it up and I'll see if I know it. You know it. You might not know it when I sing it because I don't know if I sing very well. I What's know the guy's I know. name? I'll look it up right e -A -M -O -N. now. E-A-M-O-N. Iman Fuck It is the name of the song. And I just remember it being the first song that sounded like that that was full of I'll cussing. I'll listen to it on the next break that we take. Um. Anyway, uh, so otherwise, what I really remember about Jedi Mind Tricks, and I haven't listened to too much, although Vinny Paz is a guy who would pop up as featured acts on different things, and I really come to respect his talent and lyricism just before I've been getting into this album. I know at this point he's apparently Icon, which really confused me when I first looked at the track list, and I'm like, is, is that Vinny Pat? Is this the same guy? And then I had to do some research so I didn't look stupid here today, which I still <laughs> do. I know, I know, it's okay. Still. Yeah, we're kind of um, used to that. I remember like 2006-ish, I was in Sejep, which is the weird thing in Quebec that is between high school and university that doesn't it's, exist anywhere it's else. It's basically like grade 12. And the first year of university. Yeah. But what's really cool is it's like mini university with like a, a lot more time to have fun and a lot less need to study. So it's actually well, really... depends on what you're in. <laughs> I don't know. I was in psychology and I found that you could get by doing everything two hours before it was due and it was wonderful. I mean, if you were in like the nursing program, you probably can't just fuck around. You're but... okay 
let, let me be clear. Pre-university programs, because in Sejep there are also. But the nursing program is a three-year program. Which is what just, I was supposed to say. A three. That's like a career program. It's I, not a. That's yeah. yeah. That was my next point. Is we also offer these three-year career programs, which nursing is in, which is different, because those would give you like a certificate, like a tech school or something. Mm -hmm. So it's really a weird environment where we had a really nice campus and whatnot. Either way, um, I remember when I would talk to people about rap, I thought I was cool because I thought I knew about rap. And then people would always like ask questions like, yo, do you listen to Jedi Mind Tricks? To which I'd say no. And then they'd all laugh at me. And I realized it's because for like a lot of people, especially in this middle class school environment I was in, Jedi Mind Tricks, at least the, whatever they had heard is like the epitome or, or, or like of dope right so i've always like kind of knowing that everybody who i would talk about hip-hop with loved jedi mind tricks but i'd never really gotten around to listening to it very much until i don't know that last album came out so anyway that was my little story about jedi mind tricks and where i was at coming into this project and okay. uh, you um nothing didn't know about them no all right uh, I, I kept getting the name confused with um Oh shoot! There's another J one. Uh, Jadakiss. Jadakiss. I kept getting it confused. Should I mind Chase Jadakiss? I don't know. I, when I was no. looking them up, I kept like writing, typing in the wrong thing, and I'm like, fuck. I not mean, wrong the, one. the the rhyme kind of exists, you know. Should I mind Chase Jadakiss? You know, there's a bit of a flow there. I kind of see it. You but got, it's not that obviously. Um, we can move on then to the cover and the title. So I would like to just talk about the title for a second. Do you know where it comes from? Did you look that up? No, I, did, I didn't actually. It's so I'm over here on Goodreads, mm -hmm. which is a really fun website. Great we, website. We're both on it. You can follow us and see what we're reading. Uh, it's fun. And uh, there's a summary here for a book called Matrix 3, Volume 1. The Psychosocial, Chemical, Biological, and Electromagnetic Manipulation of Human Consciousness by Valdemar Valerian. Valerian. <clears throat> hmm. Let me just read some of the synopsis to you to give you an idea of what this kind of book is. Okay. Volume 1 begins the journey detailing how the consciousness of human beings is being modified by psychological and social institutions, specific chemicals added to the food, water, and environment, and how the tactical aspects of chemical, biological, and electromagnetic warfare are being implemented in order to support the aims of the planetary power structure known as the New World Order. The two-volume, 1900-page hmm. work called Matrix 3 is perhaps the only work on the planet to this day that completely investigates the motives, methods, aims, and origins of the technocratic society, etc. Wow. I am both really interested. It's got a 4.62, okay? Only 21 people rated it, but it's got a <laughs> 4.62. And I have to say, after listening to this album, I very much want to cop this book and read it. Why? Because on the one hand, I'm going to be fully like honest with y'all, a lot of the stuff that it appeared to be discussing, I'm skeptical on because there's a lot of truth in that world and there's a lot of not truth in that world. And sometimes the people preaching it don't really know the line between truth and not truth. Okay. And there's at least a few things I heard on this album that I was like, yeah, that's actually true. And then a lot of stuff that was, well, I'm just saying in general, that's that's my skeptical mind. I don't really take anything that I hear that's extreme like that. But on the other hand, don't you want to know what 1900 pages of hardcore conspiracy theory shit that inspired no. this album no. could be? No. I don't know if they read the book, though. <laughs> 
Um, something. Well, ab- I mean, maybe they did. Maybe it was like something that they had to like do. I don't know. I feel like what it is is that there was a squad of a lot of these young guys who okay. were really into this stuff, and collectively they read a copious amount of knowledge on this subject. Because this, we gotta like put put ourselves in this perspective. What year is Google? 1998. What year did the album drop? 1997. Which means that all the process of the learning and we, you know, that all of the experiences would yeah. have been prior to an internet-fueled search engine world. Granted, there were search engines, but let's be real. Prior to Google, everything on the net was trash in regards to easy access. Yeah. Um, but what I'm trying to say is that means that basically you'd have this large collection of books written like this that expose truth. basically. I guess if there's nothing to contest that information and it's presenting itself as like an anti-mainstream culture, and keep in mind, this is still the conspiracy theory era, right? Where the X-Files is out there pumping knowledge out at people. Yeah. Um, Mel Gibson's conspiracy theories out there pumping knowledge and at people. I would like I would like to say something that, you know, at this time was probably somewhat relevant um, to this was that, you know, it's all spacey and stuff and Spice World was coming out at this time. That's where I was at. Um, and um, there was that weird scene where there were aliens that came down and like were what, grabbing Jerry's boobs and stuff. Like it was super weird. So that's where I was at in 1997 or around um, that time. I was like, <laughs> I don't even know where I was at. I think I was like, what are boobs? Those are interesting. You know, getting into that <laughs> phase of life. Definitely not here in this world. Either way, um, I looked online and basically they read a bunch of weird shit like this and a lot of it probably inspired them. But then I could just picture how like if there's no internet, right, and you're basically just reading this stuff and you're shooting this shit and smoking some doobs mm-hmm. and you're philosoph- philosophizing about it if you're young and you have a lot of time, right, I bet they could read copious amounts of knowledge and share that knowledge collectively and essentially all get on this weird Eastern philosophy philosophy types not weird i was a you know just this other vibe and really load up the knowledge because they're about 20 and 97 and at least some on the latter half of this album go back to him being like 16 i like that's that's pretty young that's all i'm trying to say so i think it's really worth noting how young everybody is before going into this project because that's pretty cool uh jedi mind tricks at this point consists of Vinny Paz going under what is it, Icon the shit, I, I really should know that. Icon the something hologram, the vote. Anyway, uh, he's going under that name and it's with Stoop. I, I don't even know how to say that right. Is the producer. Yeah, it's like, yeah, Scoop or something. Stoop, S T O U P E. Oh, that so, was okay. So I know I that it's that. I just, um, anyway. And so they're kind of the group that's official at that point. And yeah, I don't know. I don't have a lot more to comment in terms of that stuff. The cover is very odd. Yep. It almost reminds me of a weird superhero person with these like earthy looking legs with like bulky rock things and then it flows into like this ethereal invisible guy with like a shirt that reminds me of the flash the superhero the guy who goes real quick yeah i was like that is so strange it looks like they're in outer space and it's the kind of cover that i probably wouldn't think a lot about if i saw it in a store but now that i've actually oh he's holding something like he's got something in his hand yeah like you're not really sure what's going on he's obviously running he's in motion but don't you think that you're also not going to forget this title now that sorry this cover now that you've looked at it Mm, 
I feel like I I feel like the title is more memorable than the cover. Yeah. Anyway, um, you like it look, it already kind of looks. It gives me like the feeling of like uh, like it's going to be something like weird. It's something sort of like MF Doomy. That's kind of what I'm getting right away. And it's an icon, the verbal hologram. Sorry for for messing that up. I know mm-hmm. it's disrespectful if you happen to be watching this, Mr. Paz. <laughs> um, anyway. It's uh, the intro. It's going to be a couple parts for this one because there's like 18 tracks to get through. We're doing So originally the album comes out with 12 songs, I believe in 97. And then they re-released it on CD. With, but it was a limited run of 1,000 copies for the original prints in, okay. in 97. And then they do the proper big release distribution style in 2003 with the six additional kind of like bonus tracks added to it, you know, to give people a reason to buy the second copy of the disc. That is basically why they make bonus discs with extra songs, because prior to the download era, people would buy the second copy of the disc. Let's be real. Um, Anyway. So one thing that's not going to happen in this episode is song clips that we normally play because I couldn't find the album and I said, you know what, we're not doing it. And then we're going to see what happens. So I'm sorry if you guys are really into those five second clips, but what I recommend is below in the description of the video, you'll see a Spotify link. You can click that bad boy and then you can play the album alongside and you can hear it like that. And then it's basically the same thing as the five second song clips. Mm-hmm. On that note, let's talk about the intro to the psychosocial, chemical, biological, and electromagnetic manipulation of human consciousness. All right. I gotta, I gotta give it credit. This is a cool little intro. It's not very long, but it's nice, right? Mm-hmm. So if you've never, I guess, heard of them or whatever, you get this grandiose introduction. God divided the light from the darkness. And it's really strong. Um, I wish I knew what Bible movie it's from, but it's definitely from the the creation story in Genesis, probably chapter one. And um, yes, I got that. Like I know what's up so far. I also wrote down Genesis. Yes. God called the light day, and the darkness, and then He cuts in, and by He I mean icon to verbal hologram and he just cuts in and goes he called the verbal hologram and he's just intense like he's ready to punch you right there on mm-hmm. the spot like don't fuck with him and then stoop kicks in with the beat and it plays for a little little bit and it's just funky your head's bopping and you're like all right i'm ready for the album it's just fresh but it also presents them almost like the cool villainous character in this situation like they are in touch with the darkness of things it's not you're not getting the but holy also goodness. kind of christian because like I mean, really, like, what? there's nothing that's really bad, like, in this. It's scary but, a little bit the way he but talks. But he's presenting but... himself as the darkness, the opposition to the light. Mm-hmm. So it's the, it's the role you're taking. So it's not necessarily that it's evil. It's that it's not the good and holy, good, fun path. It's not going to be your cushy uh, pop music. I guess you're... Yeah. Boys to men. <laughs> I don't know what was popping in 97. Was BSB around in 97? I don't really know if they yes. were. Yes. Anyway, um, I got this a 4.25 because I thought it was cool. It proves instantly that from a production point of view, we're in for a good time because Stoop knows what's up. And yeah, otherwise it just kind of is a fun way to present shit. Yeah, um, like same thing. Um, it sounds like an old movie or something. I wasn't sure what it was exactly. Um, and like, it's very interesting, but like you're not really sure what to expect yet. Um, so I also gave it a 4.25. I think it's cool. All right, so we shall move into the first of the tracks on this project. Shall we talk about the, the winds, winds of war? War. 
the winds of war. Yeah, I win. So for this review, Bonnie, you're gonna go first on uh, the different songs as I rudely start talking as she's yawning. Great. Um, so what do you feel about <laughs> this track? Tell the people all your hearts and souls. Um, so right away, I mean, he's got he's discussing like some crazy stuff in his lyrics. Like that's like the first thing that you kind of like get the impression of. Um, and yet, even after listening to it like several times, I still had had no idea what he was going on about. Um, there's a lot of like old, I feel like I'm going to say this several times because this is what they do. Um, a lot of biblical and kind of like old um, references, like ancient, not just old, but ancient um, references. Um, so a lot of things that like, I'm kind of like, oh, I don't really know what he's talking about there. Um, so, the, but the beat is cool and it kind of sounds a little bit like somber and melancholy a little bit. Um, and I mean, overall, I give it a four on five um, because I think it's cool, but a lot of, it does kind of go over my head a, a little bit. So, I suppose this is the kind of song where the rapper in me gets excited more than anybody else, honestly. Uh, the beat kicks in and it, it's nice and it really flows like in a way where I feel like it's invigorating. Apparently it samples Triumph by the Wu-Tang Clan and I noticed that he's very sample heavy but in a way where it just creates these vibes where you just feel like you're just gonna bop your head and so it's good bop your head music <laughs> but like you're not dancing to this you get you but what I could see you doing is like you know getting in a pensive mood maybe you're gonna read to this yeah even. And I know it sounds crazy, but the way the vocal delivery happens, you you can listen to him as an instrument. There are definitely some songs like later on um, that we kind of go through that like I'm like I, you definitely see like the environment that you're supposed to be in when you're listening to it. Like that's kind of like so I get the same sort but of what thing I mean that you're it more. About. It's that the way he raps is tight. So. Prepare for the verbal war, the hologram advance, physical form, manifest the universal mind into law, travel the lands, and stand on the sands of chemical vibrations. You know, and the way he just rhymes it all and flows it all and manipulates it, it feels like his voice becomes almost this percussive instrument, this additional layer to the track. This is the kind of rapping where as much now i will get into the quality of his wordplay and stuff just just it's a separate point than what i'm trying to make on the one hand you can just listen to this and just listen to the way he flows and it really doesn't matter what he's saying because he just sounds like a flowy instrument on top of it in this crazy erratic rhythm that he he kind of lays onto it so you don't really have to pay attention to what he's saying but then and I found I went through this process on like every song. So the first like two t times I heard it, it was just like a, a mesh of noise almost because the mixing is at this point where it's almost like you have to try and strain a little bit to listen to the voice to make it clear. And once you put that little effort and you start catching what he's saying, when you start realizing it is very abstract, I feel like this is like flexing how smart they are is a lot of what they're yes. doing they're trying to like almost he's trying to like establish that through his knowledge which is intimidating once you kind of like for like for me like i mean there's a lot of stuff that i have no idea what he's talking about so it is intimidating for me this on this album trying to understand what the hell he's talking about but what i thought was really cool is because like my dad's really into the kind of stuff he's into like i remember my dad has sat me down many a times before i'm like dude give me sources that aren't youtube and we can have a conversation <laughs> um 
And that's, that's, I don't really like the YouTube video ones. That's not real evidence. At least the books, I want to read some shit and see what's going yeah. on there. You know, 1,900 pages, that's got to have some goodies <laughs> in there. And yeah, it's some real nonsense. Likely going to have a hybrid of conspiracy, but like also fact. And yeah. I think that's cool is to, to try to figure out what the difference is. fun. Make but your own like choice on what Either you way, just from a lyrical perspective, we look at what he's saying. Prepare for the verbal war. The hologram advances physical form. All right, so he's the hologram. Preparing for the verbal war. He's coming in with lyrical onslaughts. Manifest the universal mind into law. Traveling lands that stand on sands of chemical vibrations. And it's like, okay, so he's clearly into something more metaphysical and is more in tune with some deeper shit. That's what I took from that. The math, kings of light departed in uh, wrath. So where are you going to stand when the Elohim return? If I'm not mistaken, the Elohim are angels or something. I might be I've wrong. Heard or the, I've heard like the word before. Something. I mean, I, there's a whole description on... Um, genius that talks about Sumerian Elohim, records. a name for God used frequently in the Hebrew Bible. Yeah, so I get... Anyway, but it's got multi-purposes of it, so it's interesting, and it just shows the fact that it would use that choice of language. It's deeper than just your regular shit, but it also rhymes better, because the, the vast knowledge set... Like, there were... I learned words on this review. I oh, was yeah. Googling words. I barely have to Google words. And all of the albums, it's so freaking rare that I actually have to look up what stuff means. But this guy and his squad were dropping some really, like, things. Oh, I've so, got Urban Dictionary on, like, almost all the time. Trying um, to figure stuff out. But, like, I meant just the language of English. Yeah. I meant it, like, I needed dictionary.com to understand what he was talking about yeah, in yeah. points. And then, you know, I, like... When he goes, so I find the deaf, dumb, and blind, and bless them with science, and leave the blind ones behind. And I thought that was cool, because it's saying, I'm going to take this platform and educate the masses with it, because they don't really know. But if you're not down to learn, fuck you, and I'm out. And it's just, again, that's like that real essence of hip-hop consciousness stuff. And it's like, wait a second. So this young dude read and learned a whole bunch of stuff and yeah. decided to take the platform and spit the knowledge of what he's learned. That's fresh as fuck, all things considered. <laughs> and then he's really complex with it, you know, so rearrange disagreeable ways. You brought you the darkness. Take hold and rape your soul from your carcass and rise away like a sham. The verbal hologram is the verbal avalanche. One chance to replant and overstand before the hologram sends you camp to holy land. And if you really look at what he's saying is raise up and be better or we're going to murk you. And it's yep. not we're going to murk you. It's we expect more from you. I'm like, holy shit, this is really like interesting. And then, you know, the chorus comes in, it's, I believe it's sampled. Um, I don't know what it's sampled from, I really didn't look it up, but most of the hooks on this album are sampled stuff, sometimes I looked it up. Um, and then um, Icon comes back in with the second verse, where he just kind of flows. I bring forth the mighty Udaimu, the powerful Sapagra. Are you fucking kidding me? I, I don't know what the hell that is. But on the <laughs> other hand, that's, yeah. there's a part of me now that's curious that wants to go look up at some point but it also but, like it's just there's so many things to look up but you have to like put yourself into a different perspective if you're reviewing an album and you got a couple of days and you're only going to get this five six hours tops and there's this much to google that's a perspective that maybe is our reality with the time constraints of our lives but in the reality if you're sitting there and you're bumping this for an indefinite period of time you really with this one album could probably spawn a year's worth of reading yeah and i think if not more 
but I think that's incredible because there's so many things to look up, things they never heard of, so many different philosophies. So like on the one hand, it's it's super intimidating. On, on the other hand, I guess I know enough of the different references to go, this is really cool. This taps into the person in me that's super into theology and spirituality. And, you know, the fact is, like, I've got my own beliefs that are a little bit not so conventional on how this all works. That maybe is a different time we can get into that conversation. But I really enjoyed it, how he gets kind of out there. So here I stand with the four corners of Stonehenge, traveling through portals, the thunderbolts of battles, the Lord of Immortals, the zeal of the seven, the rising of the demon, the lost books of the Bible and forgotten books of Eden. And it's just kind of like you see this. I picture him like this mystical knowledge warrior coming through. And the truth is you can come at him with whatever, but he has this deeper understanding of things that he's actually putting through. But more importantly, if you look at rap in the idea of everybody's doing the same thing, this is completely different to me. There's not a lot that I feel like we've done that is quite this deep in it, we'll call it. I'm certain there's a whole well, bunch out there. it's very, like, it's definitely, you know, there are some similar sounding underground rappers that we listen to. Um, but, like, this, but this, this coded and this, deep with yeah, it. This, yeah, in-depth is And, again, I am super remarkable. curious to know what else is out there because I have to give him credit. The quality of his rapping is tight. I'll be honest, parts of his flow feel a little, little bit sloppy sometimes because he's doing stuff that's a little too tricky here and there i couldn't tell you specifics otherwise i'd say like he hits it in this beautiful fluid awesome way like 90 percent of the verse the whole way through every track and honestly with the level of language use and dope shit, like will the hands of the mighty lion of judah which is i believe a biblical reference mm -hmm. will throw you through the triangular portals of bermuda exploring hologramic aspects of consciousness for aliens to devour so he's using like this christian metaphor to throw you through the bermuda triangle while you're disappearing to this new things where aliens will fucking murk you because he's that kind of sorcerer just, on that it's note, just a lot of weirdness <laughs> but like i love it don't get me wrong um i feel like the mixing is not for me i like a little more clean i like it a little more clean than the dirtiness here but that grimy like it almost feels like wu-tang griminess in the way that it's like mixed which i appreciate from that angle of it and i bet like all the fans prefer it like this than what i like but i like that cleaner vocals that's just me um i'm giving this a uh, 4.35 I think it's like really impressive and interesting and great. It's totally not the kind of song I'm gonna go jump on right away to listen to because it, it's got a lot. But on the other hand, I feel like having heard it, I'm inspired by what he's done here. Like I feel inspired by this level of writing because it's like, wow, you can do that, right? You can, you can just flex like that. That's cool. You're just dropping shit you read in books and stuff that's dope like everything but it's he's not doing, like it doesn't it what's no. interesting is that it doesn't just sound like he's just like throwing it in no. but it sounds like he genuinely knows what he's talking it about it sounds like he's basically saying in the conventions of hip-hop i'm a better rapper than you and here's why and using ways to justify it that are truly divine and interesting in a literal and figurative sense because divine get it god mm -hmm, anyway mm -hmm. i thought it was just really cool like i understand how it's a barrage of sound at first that's why i feel like the rapper in me is intrigued because something i would like to point out while i did criticize his flow in terms of rhythm his ability to rhyme words 
to like really twist the rhyme with his accent is is really incredible. It is one of the nicer displays of that talent that I think I've heard all things considered mm. in the underground dudes. So for a 20 year old to spit like that, I am truly, truly blown away. That's all I got to say about that. Um, well, there's a, uh, you know, what's awesome, Bonnie. What? When somebody has a little bits of pee dropping on your forehead and it's the Chinese, Chinese water torture. I don't think it's pee. This is a very cool beat. I'll let Bonnie talk soon, but I just wanted to talk about how cool the beat was. Like, it has the the constant water drop coming through, which probably is a big part of where the the name comes from. But it's also just mixed in this weird way where, like, I feel like things aren't done the way that they're supposed to be done normally. But like, it has these weird boom boom kind of sound in the middle of it, and like, it just creates it's like water vibrations. It creates this spacey, freaking cool, interesting effect. And I think on this album, it is one of the nicest displays of where Stoop shines and just almost showcases a personality of weirdness in a good way with the beat making. Because I don't know that I heard a lot of people make stuff that sounds like that, but it also still kind of feels RZA inspired in like a good way. Because I feel Wu-Tang when I hear it. Like, I don't know if you guys do, but from that grimy... I don't know. Maybe I'm just in my head and I don't have enough exposure to things to have better labels, but that's what I heard in it. It samples Chinese Water Torture by Laura Ulsher, Thunder, Lightning, and Rain by Laura Ulsher, and Street Smarts by Metal Thangs. Three songs I've never freaking heard of in my life. <laughs> How do you feel about this track? Um, well, when I heard it, like, maybe it's just because it's what I know, um, or what, like, you know, I listen to, you know, more often, um, but it made me think of Eric B. and Rakim, um, and this Chinese arithmetic song that they do with, like, the water and with the water drops and stuff like that, so that's kind of what I thought it was, like, like, you know, maybe inspired by or something, um, so, but it does kind of sound like... Like you're in like a cave or something. It does sound a little bit echoey, like where the like the water is dripping, or like you know, maybe in a dungeon or something. Um, and like if you love uh, lyrical rappers, he, we've got an album album for you because like he is going on and on about like again Which more he- like. Uh, I think it's that icon. icon? icon? Well, the first verse is Breath of Judah, and then verse two is Icon, the verbal hologram, and verse three is Breath of Judah, and verse four is Icon. I think, I don't know, maybe it was just Icon, or maybe just like the overall song. Um, It's just about a lot of ancient history and stuff. Like, this is like, you know, if... If you love that kind of stuff, um, this is an album for you. Um, So, like, I really don't know that I'm going to have a whole lot to say about several of these songs. um, Other than the fact that, you know, the lyrics are cool. um, You know, it's fast. um, He's talking about things that, like, the average person isn't talking about or may not understand or know a lot. So it is very kind of niche, um, or at least in my opinion, um, and, you know, just the idea of, like, Chinese water torture, like, how it, like, slowly kind of, like, drives you crazy or tries to, you know, get you to, like, confess to whatever you're, you know, being tortured for. So um, that's kind of what this album was like for me for the first part. <laughs> but not not that it was, like, torture, but it definitely was, n- it's no, not she, something that, she like... absolutely did like, not. Like, there was a lot of, like, oh! 
ah, I'm like having to like walk away and then come back. I'm like, all right, listen to it some more. And Don't like, you worry, Ismail. I didn't <laughs> go through that. It gets better for me. Can um, we just establish that like this sounds like an album Ismail would request? Absolutely. Yes. It really does. Um, and I think we like anyways as I think we'll kind of see a little bit more as to why but um, for me like it was just a little bit odd but it was interesting and it was okay I gave it a 4 on 5 it's well composed well made all that stuff I like this one I feel like it's got a great <laughs> energy to it like right away Breath of Judah kicks in on the first verse I should, there's a lot of features on it and I realized um, it's cool in a sense because it's a lot of his squad and I guess the same people he's rolling with I don't know who's in particular to what group I know he's got the army of Farrah and other things going on but you just get this sense that there's like a whole bunch of them in the area and it's like yo you were around let's do the track and you know this is just the ones that made the album um i'm on a killing spree the cantonese torturing painting a picture with a paintbrush in watercolor or genies and just the way that they do that shit where they got they established almost like a first rhyme and then they'll flow in a second rhyme or something so in this case it was like the alliteration trick with the peas and then dropping it back to genies which is somehow rhyming with killing spree and torturing holding the key a vitality it's all you need if you're a different being it will be a different color when you bleed and i like the way he's just rhyming it through and mm-hmm. basically this is just them coming at you with some vicious shit then the most of all the lyrics on this album the one that really resonated with me in the most accurately punctured for uh, accurately punctured from needles in your nervous system are like the semen not water soluble and i said wait a second is semen as in sperm not water soluble i never really thought about it before and i was okay. like thank you so much for allowing me to ponder on i guess the solubility of sperm <laughs> and that's great, great, what came great, out of great, my great. mind but at the same time it's clever because <laughs> it's also like the literal people that are semen are not likely to be water soluble in their life form anyway i suppose so yep it was pretty good i really enjoyed like the way the verse came through and then you know icon comes in and for a score the verbal hologram is verbal war chinese water torture and your molecular structure ancient scholars and he's just killing it with that like he's rhyming it way better than i am here and it was in that moment i'm like dude can fucking rhyme and it's just again like we're gonna fuck you up but through like this more obscure left around the bush way of fucking spitting shit like lawnmower man computer generated battles of the unseen hand and i'm not gonna lie a lot of the writing style is adding syllables to like really lay down some basic concepts yep but they get away with it because the amount of distinct language they use geeks out. Like, they geek the fuck out on language in yeah. a way that's really fun. But it's, like, it's weird fun because they talk all about this ancient stuff and, like, you know, all this other, like, you know, biblical stuff. And then they also talk heavily about aliens and, like, weird stuff in space and, like, that or kind like, of stuff. Uh, the ancient palace, the ancient Chavez, mystical, like Aurora Borealis. And I'm like... It just rhymes well, mm-hmm. but it's also all kind of flows in a way that makes sense. Yeah. Um, and then the basement, uh, sorry, the hook is Emma Basements, an arrangement of different torture devices, which is apparently sampled from Metal Thangs, uh, which featured Pharaoh uh, Munch. And this has suffered Chinese water torture, my world is water. And, it's, and that's sampled from Vinnie Paz later on on this album, mm-hmm. or Never Antiquated, 
which I guess the remix is on this album. Breath of Judah comes back and kind of does his thing again, and it's alright. Like when I hit the disco and the vibrations will start circulating, the guns, the, the body's meridians, and everything that has pores, even obsidian. And if you think about it, it just shows an understanding of both geography and human anatomy. And yep. I'm like, that's very smart of you guys, you know? Like, I'll anoint you with libations, pouring liquid and cleanse, and you'll feel if you were diving in the ocean and caught the bends, the elements of the seas to cure all disease. Now tell me if you're unpleased. I'm like, is he curing you? That's like a weird twist, you know? Like, I'm... Anyway. Yeah. I kind of have one more verse that he does and again, and I kind of like the way they take this third verse to go back and forth a little bit. And it's just nice. At the end of the day, I don't have a lot more to comment on this one. I thought it just sounded really cool. It was very lyrical. I could... A 20-year-old me would literally be calling this the greatest shit I ever heard in my life. <laughs> I've come to appreciate more elements of songs of what That's I want to listen to, but this is some lyrical miracle shit, like, but with yes. the content to back it up. It's diverse, and honestly, if you go at it from a bar-to-bar level, it's just clever, but it's just... A lot of people might not get most of the references they're making, which is, I think, what Bonnie is illustrating with her feelings yes. here. <laughs> That's okay. We got three homies on the next one because it's the three immortals. At this point, I had a feeling that mimicked what Bonnie has been going through the whole time. <laughs> not in the sense of I'm not excited for it because don't get me wrong. Any song that literally fucking starts with Enter the Dragon come on favorite animal of all time is the dragon i'm sold plus it makes me think of that bruce lee movie which was freaking hype so it's a dope ass line well he is a jedi oh jedis are cool too i'm a bit of a geek y'all um anyway uh so i was kind of at that point though where i was like this is just gonna be like lyrical onslaught um which is cool so bonnie i think you should tell us what you felt about this track I didn't get any of it. Uh, <laughs> like, I, I really didn't. Um, like, I thought maybe, like, the three immortals, like, I was trying to, like, understand. I'm like, is this, like, a reference to, like, the three wise men or something? Like, is this, like, more biblical stuff, like, that I'm kind of, like, trying to figure out? Like, I like, I like learning about there theology, are, but I'm, like, not... There are three MCs. They're the three immortals. Okay, there's that. But anyways, um... I mean, some of the lyrics are really interesting. Uh, I, like, in Atlantis, digital image screen enhances photos of alien ships upon your planets emerge from volcanoes, dreadlocks, and halos. Presto, change I morph to tornadoes and tear up your major metropolis. You fish tank guppies couldn't fuck with the octopus. So, I mean, like, this is, like, what it's like. You're just trying to, like, figure out what they're really trying to say, but it's very lyrical and very... wordy. So um... <laughs> Really, again, though, but when she says wordy, it's like the immortal surgeons are going to come with the holiest excursions, the search for knowledge and the wisdom of the sands, the hologram sends you to the abode of the damned. And, you know, it just rhymes really well. Yeah, I mean, but it's stuff that I'm just like, okay, cool. But I'm like, I don't know what they're talking about. But like, I think it's interesting and definitely for somebody. Um, like me. <laughs> I gave it a four on five. It's another one that's like, great, cool. Bonnie was like, this is how the review is going to go because I don't really <laughs> understand. I'm like, Google stuff. She's like, what the fuck do you want me to Google here? Like everything? <laughs> I'm, I Googled some stuff. But yeah, I did get to a point where I decided the ancient e Egyptian gods I'm going to skip and, and things like that. But you but, don't know until you Google them. And I'm like, no, I, don't, I don't remember I all mean, this from grade eight. 
I like, entered the dragon with three immortal surgeons, so I picture these three MCs coming in and they're surgeons because of their ability to like slice up the rhythm and the wordplay. It's pretty sick. Ark of the Covenant and the Holiest Excursions. I mean, you know what the fuck the Ark of the Covenant is. Yeah, Harrison Indiana Ford Jones. goes yeah, after hello. that shit. So that's the Holiest Excursions. You already knew what that yeah. bar was. Like, I mean, I understand that so most of this is that like... that makes sense with the search related. of the knowledge and the wisdom of sands. And then what? The hologram who's done all this sends you to the abode of the dam. They're immortal like vampires. Because vampires are immortal unless you kill them. But you know what? Immortal in like the sense isn't it like mostly like a in a lot of ways is not natural death. Immortal often doesn't mean so there's like immortal like you can't ever die, and then there's immortal where you can still kind of be killed depending on because that's but what like a vampire where like your legacy lives on. I guess, but like vampires can be killed, so they're clearly kinda immortal. Like they you're, won't die. They're immortal until you know, except for this one thing that can kill them. Yeah. You know, it's like the then, Wicked Witch from like the West or whatever. She's immortal, I guess, until somebody throws water on her. And so it's just a lot of flowing in like that. But I like where he gets a little political. I think digital man, biblical man like Simeon, uh, vanishing breed, the holy throne, presidents of the United States are now clones, the zones of the virus, the Cyrus, the last waltz of the tyrants, the harvesting begins now. Infinite information like Wuji Tao. I'm like, what the fuck? Is Wuji Tao? I don't even know what that means. And then there's a genius person that literally just went by James that said Wuji is emptiness, the source, the goal of all earnest meditation, enlightenment. And I'm like, oh, okay. Enlightenment occurs when all traits of the false self and ego pretty much go away. So if we correlate that to the ego of the United States presidents and shit, I'm like, oh, okay, I see where he's coming from. He's making well, social not this commentary. Well, Clinton and yada yada yada. And then in the second verse, Breath of Judah comes in and. Where I liked him a lot on the first one, I feel like for many of his other performances, he sounds a little second right next to Icon. And I don't mean that disrespectfully, it's just his voice is not my favorite voice. Not his talent is less good, but sometimes you just hear a dude and you're like, I don't know if I like his voice. Because hmm. that's just how it is sometimes. Like, I have a friend who can't stand the way Chad Kroger sounds. It doesn't matter <laughs> if Nickelback's good or bad. She likes guys who sound like Chad Kroger, but she can't stand how he, in particular, says something about his voice. Weird. I know people who can't stand Danny Brown. Like, they just hear his voice and his high-pitched whine, and they're like, nope, I'm done, I'm <laughs> out. I even know people who feel that way about Eminem's nasal ear periods. Can't do it. Okay. Um, anyway, the infinite grand planet Ishkakashamanam. I'm like, what the fuck is he saying? Most high called Ali Abba, astronomer, um, then roam the universe like Romulus. I'm like, oh, I know what Romulus is. That's from Star Trek. That's where the Romulans come from. Cool. I was like, that's dope. Indigenous with consciousness of Sirius. I'm like, that's freaking dope to listen to. But I don't 100% know what the fuck he's talking about. I am a seven density light being. Seven, holy, perfect. Okay, I understand that from a numerology point of view. Density light being. I trans manifest personally in divine nation. Atlantis rising three dimension. Radiation is extremely for difficulty to cope with the body. I'm like, that is worded so weirdly. But I think he is somehow transcending i don't really know what's going on here <laughs> i know atlantis is somehow rising which is kind of like a epic not supposed to happen thing and his body can extend going can survive going to space and stuff and i'm like this is crazy fun i mean it really is i don't 100 percent get it like i would have to spend the next while looking up crap in this album but it has invoked in me a curiosity to start learning 
reading some of the stuff that they read. I want to. I, my curiosity is killing me now. I need to know more. Um, and then Apathy might be my favorite rapper that appears on this album. Um, whenever I don't know if it's still Apathy, the alien tongue, or if you cut that or whatever, but that guy's tight. Like, of everybody that appears. That, maybe. maybe uh, I feel like we've come across him before, no? Maybe. I feel like we have, but I can't remember. Uh, the plot thickens through psychological crucifixions apart red seas and travel lands guiding Christians. I'm like, oh, oh, shit. That's like Moses leading the Jews and he's coming through like this way. My ratings escapes the earth in certain the crisis. I create raps for Christ and 12 righteous tribes. I'm like, damn, right? That shows a profound understanding of the prophetic situation. And this is stuff I do know, that Christian theology shit. Ooh. Educate with positive vibes. Devastate your dimension and nobody survives. Out the smoke we rise, illuminating eyes and wise. Teaching last fools that Yeshua never dies. I'm like, oh shit, they're preaching. That's dope. They're really, really using this platform to like raise the consciousness of the peoples and whatnot. And it's freaking cool, man. It's really enjoyable because it's so obscure and out there, but it's so fun, man. It's just fun. <laughs> Can't fuck with the octopus. Um, overall, I gave it a 4.25 because the sound of it isn't as good as the ones I gave higher marks to to me from an enjoyability point of view, but I respect the talent. And I want to say that if I was more into the, I guess, the more underground side of things, the grimier side of things, I would be giving this a high mark because in that lane, it's pretty freaking stellar compared to a lot of the stuff I've heard in that particular world that it comes from. So for that, really, really cool. Meanwhile, uh, we can go on to the next one. If yeah. you're okay with that. Yeah. Uh, do you have any more commentary? No. Let's do, talk about Never Antiquated. Like Bonnie's commentary, but the Dark Jedi remakes. <laughs> wicka, wicka, whack. So I didn't listen to the original of this. Did you listen to the original? No. All right. So Bonnie, as is the trend on this review, <laughs> tell us how you feel. Well, I mean, the raps are really tight on this one, um, especially like from like... Uh, icon or Vinny or whatever um, and this one is basically about like how good they are and how they make other rappers look bad and like they like to show off um, and I wrote down like some of uh, or I think I guess it was like the end of it um, of Icon's um, verse emerging from the mist is not individual but for hardcore concepts causing everything to be raw 8804 AD I don't know if I'm saying that right. Um, causes misery that be abominable. Uh, even the three times hex... Evil, like three evil, times. Evil, like three times hexagonal. Test my squadron and watch your mass... Macrocosm. turn to particles. Non-particles are non-particles like the nucleus of an atom, the corpuscles... Corpuscles. Corpuscles. Um, which carry the oxygen from the lungs, gather patterns, energy from the soul, and black soul like spirits of Kukido? Yeah. What? <laughs> yeah, let's do it then. So, emerging from the mist is not an individual before hardcore concepts causing everything to be raw, alluding like to the four horsemen of so the apocalypse coming through, and we know that part... <clears throat> even reinforced because 8804 AD is in the future and miserably and abominable it's terrible shit which is a way of just saying it's the future so the end of times and crap mm -hmm. evil like three times hexagonal right three times eight i don't know i don't really know what that means test my squadron and watch your macrochasm turn to particles fuck with them and they're all that intense and evil and they'll turn into particles but not non-particles are non-particles and explaining it further pointing out the microscopic level of shit that you'll become uh 
and then uh, pointing out that you'll end up being destroyed, I guess, black Like, I would have, like, walked away from this guy if he started rapping at me. I would have been like, I don't, I'm out. <laughs> However, on the other hand, he's basically beating you down at a metaphysical level. Sure. It's really like you have to take these. <laughs> like lines. it's very cool. It's very cool. Like, like what he does to, and like, how he ta- how he speaks. Oh. But like it's stuff that's just like, like I don't know what. But is when happening you really here. like break it down bar by bar, line by line, it really kind of creates that clarity as to what's going on. I mean, you really got to do it. Like complexities like, bring entities when hardcore be the factor. So like, like I understand language. Physical shattered by the cause of the macrochasm distractor. Fractured by my supernatural forces. Face losses as it break backs like Superman on horses. That's all convoluted ways of saying we complicated and we fucking shit up. Yeah. I mean, that's basically what's it's going on. It's very clear that they're complicated. But they're fucking shit up and they're powerful and they're using yes, these Yes, really yes, yes, yes. That's what I'm saying. Like, they're like strong rappers. Like, that's what they're saying. But, like, and they're obviously showing it. But, like, I, I mean, what they're saying, it doesn't always make sense to me. But anyways, it's cool. I gave this a 4.25 because it is well done. I mean, it's extremely fun, in my opinion, from, like, the perspective of lyricism. But that is honestly all that's really going on on this project and i mean when i say i mean there's the two ends of it there's still the the great production coming and from the end of uh stoop and then on the other hand powerful lyricism and and like a complicated kind of way which is to me really dope to listen to i like how in the production when he starts mentioning uh locust swarms you kind of like hear or swarming like locusts into your speaker you hear like bee sounds kind of start playing in the background of the beat and then in general like it's it's just fun like i don't know how else to describe it but like gathering up black masses to gain knowledge of the clashes of black of past rhythmic masters who end up bending never ending at the sky it's kind of like we're going to cryptic places to study the past and learn better technique 1.21 gigabytes to defeat me like marty mcfly so why would you battle with the recipe you got rappers sweating harder than some on jeopardy and you're like listening to it and it's like man you basically need some sci-fi futuristic crap to come at him because he's gonna fight you with that and he's mm-hmm. gonna win and i like that and then sunfire does the other part and he's all right my brainstorm will swarm into your section scientific lessons in my possession are full within my session injecting infesting insight and my cause intention blessing mentalism is my obsession intentions to make you change professions so basically i'm gonna hit you up with shit so smart you're gonna feel stupid and run away Kind of like what you were describing earlier. Yeah. That, that is what they're going for, it seems. Yep. My cerebral vortex rips and wrecks when I'm fast weaving scriptures. That's evil. There's no equal to my cerebral. That remain imperial. Unbelievable lyricism will leave incisions, cause pain like circumcision. Circumcision's a painful thing. As you recognize <laughs> the realism. And I'm really, I just, I just like the way it flows. I have a lot more to say about it in regards to that. It's a really powerful lyrical keeping up with the same trend of what we've been getting track not there's not but while the bars are different and the specific references are different the core of this album is we are intellectually superior to you therefore we'll defeat you lyrically due to having vastly superior knowledge sets i love it this is my kind of flexing <laughs> like for real this impresses me this is not like when you have riches and wealth and you're trying to floss at me because you make more than me i'm gonna throw be like yo I this is clearly like intellectual rap like me I'm a, I'm a geeky intellectual i'm really into this anyway next up is omnicron omnicron is the 15th letter of the greek alphabet and is an o in urban dictionary 
a man who obtains enlightened knowledge of oneself and heritage, a leader, a scholar, and an example of finer brotherhood, a member of Phi Omnicron Psi Fraternity Inc. And that's what it says Omnicron. So basically a smarty pants. Okay. <laughs> so what did you think of Omnicron? Um, well, it starts with like a clip, um, and I, I forget who it was, um, but, but it was like somebody talking about the Hale-Bopp Comet, um, and then like uh, sort of like a, they kind of like reference um, like how um, like a lot of cults um, were following it and thought that it was like something to do with aliens, that there was like an alien ship like attached to it or under it or something like about, about that. And like, you know, dozens of people ended up committing suicide thinking that they were going to be taken away by this alien force that was traveling with the Hale-Bopp comet that when it was traveling over Earth. Um, so like that was definitely something that people believed. And I remember uh, this being like a pretty big deal. Like at the time, like I remember being, being outside like with my mom and like looking at it and looking for it. And we talked about it in school and stuff like that. So I remember it was like a pretty big deal. Like, you know, I guess it's pretty cool that you see a comet and whatever. Um, I mean, obviously I didn't kill myself before it, but uh, I mean, it's a thing that people do. Um, so again, like this is more like religious um, sort of like references and whatever else. And then there we have more biblical references throughout. And it's really interesting, but definitely not something that necessarily resonates with me. Um, I really like the guitar use in this one. It, it's sort of like, there's like a few songs that have it and it sounds sort of like a Spanish guitar or something that's like quite nice. It makes me, I don't know, I like the way that it sounds. Um, and I feel like everybody kind of like works really well together on this one. I feel like there's like a, a good togetherness. I don't know. Um, I give this a four on five. Yeah, I mean, it starts off with apathy on the first verse, and he drops one of the most interesting lyrics on the album, in my opinion, when he goes, make big, connect make big connections to the son of Sam and Uncle Sam, mm. so Sam I am, keep your Such fucking eggs in ham. And it's interesting, right, because I believe what he's trying to imply is look at the connections between the government and the military-industrial complex and the shit that's going on, and then... You know, Sam I Am references the amazing and classic Green Eggs and Ham, which one day we should do a reading of together. Well, on and this the channel. son, the son of Sam is also. Do you know who that is? The son of Sam. I barely remember. Um, it he was a murderer um, oh, in yeah. Brooklyn, I think, in like the seventies. Right. Like he, I don't know if he was ever found or if he just like stopped killing people or you know maybe a, somebody uh, so he was somebody else. But he was a murderer that would just kept like random randomly would just go up to people sitting in their cars and like shoot them and then just bounce. Like he was just like a crazy person. And then yeah, so you know, the US government does fuck around with people. Mm -hmm. Um performing alien brain scans and spiritual exams while the mothership lands on Holy Land. I guess that's kind of referring to Roswell and some of the stuff there. Um a mental expansive plans to span yo, did it did we, are people still going to storm area fifty one? Is that still going on? No. I hope something happens. I hope like somebody shows yeah, everyone's up. Everyone's just gonna get killed. Like, it would be like a fascinating like thing if people actually showed up to Area 50. Anyway, I think I it was mean... in September. Uh, anyway, I land in farmer's crop spelling out the name Apathy. Speaking my name is blasphemy, so call me your majesty. Sorry, Apathy, I'm going to say your name. Uh, majestic fanatics begin affecting realities religiously. I'm mystically trying to recite on mics and, astro and at astronomical heights guided by the northern lights. I don't know. It's rhymy. It's flowy. Again, I think he's my favorite dude on the track anytime he appears. 
Um, I liked when he brought up, I'm original like Hebrews and 144,000 people, referencing the 144,000 Hebrew people who in the second coming of Christ are supposed to be the real Jews who understood that Christ was there and therefore will be going through salvation with all of them. And then forming gargoyles like tinfoil, they sit upon his steeple. I thought that was funny because that is kind of what gargoyles do. Anyway. Okay, so. Then Icon did something cool, and he goes, "I stand here at hearts at a meek. I bring pain, camel clutch, iron sheik." And I thought it was cool that he brought up a wrestling pun because the iron sheik's a classic wrestler. <laughs> and um, order of the golden dawn, I have warned of biochemical implants in the heads of the unborn. You know, kind of like touching into some of the more conspiracy side of things that have been believed. Lion of the tribe of Judah, the root of David. Five Tibetan rites are a rejuvenation of a sacred master Yehi. I I'll tie into the staff or get burned like Betty Shabazz and laugh. I don't know what the fuck he just said. But, I mean, it sounds like he's considering, I guess, the equal situation of Eastern versus Western principles and whatnot by making a comparison between Tibetan people and the Judeo Christian organization. Um, Anyway, I really just kind of like the way he flows it. I don't have a lot more to comment on the specific lyrics. He's It's just fun, like, when I hear shit like the hologram travel I, I through space portals. My soul cannot be in prison or trapped by mere mortals. Torture them with the penis scorpion stings. You know, it's like, his imagination is amazing to me, you know? Um, and then Sun Pharaoh yes. comes in with the third verse, and he's all right. Scientific madness, eliminating masses with mathematical tactics, strategic electronical weaponry, fucking up your anatomy, insanity, inviting three. And I'm like, okay. It is really grandiose, very like multisyllabical, but basically it's like as many <coughs> three or four syllable words we can throw in together to be fucking cool in a row. And I'm not saying that in like a disrespectful way it just feels like as much as possible to be multi-syllabic here and i really like it i feel like he's not as fun as the other ones but because of how much i enjoy i guess how many multi-syllabic words he uses i find it fun yep. i really dug the constructing your art of war like sung zoo line because that's a good book too and yeah and then it just kind of ends and then the hook of this song lyrically speaking was super nifty to me too well space probes in the next century discover extraterrestrial analog and then that's a funny like idea right so well space probes in the next century in the future when people are looking around are they going to come across almost like our archaic technology and understand it and so i think a lot about the term goat greatest of all time and it makes me wonder if space probes in the next century are going to agree with our definitions of greatest of all time because do you know what is included in all time the next century yeah the things that haven't happened yet anyway funny terms that we use these days overall i thought this was a pretty cool song pretty much in line with the other ones but like on the better end of them the beat was a little more interesting head boppy like i felt like this is a standout track as far as this album goes and if you're only gonna pop on for a couple of them omnicron is one you should absolutely visit and uh yeah as it was in the beginning dot 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 is the next track on the album all right bonnie what do you think about this one um, so this one is featuring uh, the members of Lost Children of Babylon. So just wanted to let you know that. Um, so I liked um, a couple of uh, Icon's lyrics as usual. Um, I am tortured like the fear of inter inter 
internationalism, Nazi eugenics, and economic rationalism. I thought that was, like, pretty interesting. And the way he, like, put it all together. And, like, just... I don't know. It's interesting. I like this flow. This is it's it's, cool. it's really interesting because it, that lyric, "I am torture," which he's I like what the fear of internationalism that's today. Yep. Nazi eugenics kind of today, and economic well, I mean, also, rationalism. Like, something that people were it's genuinely almost, scared of back in the day. No, what I'm saying is he kind of hits the hammer nail on the head of the current angst of life in that lyric that is the modern divisiveness the fear of internationalism nazi eugenics and economic rationalism when you have antifa versus the conservative right basically the fear of internationalism nazi eugenics and both of them kind of are fucking both of them agree on a fear of you know economic rationalism yeah so in a sense he's just captured the entire angst of america in like two bars there you go. So I guess that's why I like them. Uh, <laughs> so uh, and then we have like, I don't know, I'm just kind of like skipping over parts of it. Um, verse three we have uh, is rapped by Rasul Allah. Um, and I, again, like I have no idea what he's saying or talking about. Like this is like, you know, all of this history that I know about, I feel like what I know about history is more like the Western history. And I feel like a lot of this is very Eastern history. I'm saying that with air quotes or whatever. Well, I think it's a lot of the um, history we're not taught. And it's a lot of a lot of it that I am, I'm very ignorant about. Like, I don't really know a lot about this. So I think that this like album or like this group or whatever, um, like, you know, I don't know if they sing about, you know, rap about this kind of stuff on like all of their albums, but like definitely this one, um, if you are more knowledgeable or you're like, more your upbringing is more like eastern like then and you're into like rap like this would be you know an, an ancient you know if you like ancient history and stuff like that like this is definitely like all of those things um like would be like up your like alley and i feel like it's i don't know it's really interesting um but overall and i think that it's uh, i think it has a cool flow and i think it does sound really cool and there's definitely sounds um very underground exactly what it is it has that kind of like grainy sort of sound to it and sort of like a little bit under I don't know how else to describe like the underground sound but just sort of like less clean I guess sort of sounding but like still really cool and I like I appreciate it but um, even though I don't really understand a lot of it um, so again a four on five for me yeah so it starts off and we have Breath of Judah and he's alright doing the same thing I feel mm-hmm. like um, as it was in the beginning so shall it be in the end is it just feels more christian i believe that's a quote directly from jesus um sure so you know to the angelic seventh cathedral relic illadelphia the right words of power him who was holy and holds the key to opens no one considered since initiate sound of seven trumpets the synagogues of satan that all sounds biblical like it's got more of a biblical tone to the way he's kind of pushing it through and again it's still this like obscure ass like there's something else out there like we're we're like the mystical force like as represented by all these religious and theological references which is just fucking interesting because like i think they should be given a lot of points for imaginative creative and like mm-hmm. showing what can be done in a different way now i'm not saying they're the first i'm saying i haven't heard shit like this quite so like this um and then i thought it was a cool thing you know um and then icon second verse is is really good um i have mangled plexiglass beams that see through sons of evil like robbie knievel 
I'm like, that's interesting because Evil Knievel Jr., you know, I believe, or whatever. That was the, I think he was the son with the name. So okay. I thought it was like the, the, the stunt devil dude. Um, I believe you are the lamb prepared for verbal slaughter. Save your breath like he was underwater, you know, and then that line he brought up. And it just like flows into like, again, this intensity where their skill gets proven through intelligence. Razuala is fine, but you're right. It's a little out there. Black Tibetan Abbot Abyssinians. So I don't really know what an Abyssinian is, but I believe it's an ancient culture. I know that, I mean, in my world, again, probably not what he's referring to, but I know there's Abyssinians are a type of cat. Abyssinian, not Abyssinian. I don't know. They're different words. That begins the extortion of the Fallacians. See, right away, I'm already like... Battle through the tombs of the Shangri-La of Philadelphia, Shambhala. Enter the paradigm of Razul Allah, Assyrian, Celestial, Hebrews, penance of the Ethereal, Hieroglyphian. I am the silhouette, and it's again like I represent this ancient culture, and I come back with the power of that. Boom! I'm gonna fuck you up. I mean, I'm adding the the more simple fuck you up part, but fundamentally, it's kind of what it feels like. I represent this, this thing. We the mystics redeem Anunnaki Elohim. We were originated from where? The blackness of light. We was formulated from our synapses. If you get tarnished in our phrases and salutations, the merciful glory of the sons of mansion. And again, it's like almost like go learn your history. It's almost like a challenge to go do it. I think it's cool. Apparently, ancient Kemet, even in his name, apparently Kemet is an ancient name for Egypt. So even in his name, there's like shit to learn. I was like, what the fuck is Kemet? And so I look it up. And his verses are, it's very short, but it's still there. Sink like the Titan into the cold, because I believe the Titans do sink into the depths of shit when they get defeated by the gods. Dark waters of the ocean, my thought mode. Shift Atlantis into motion. Elevate, why? Where does everyone want Atlantis to rise? Elevated to rise above, <laughs> beyond the shores. So he's ready to rise up like Atlantis. Anyway, it's, it's fine. I gave this track a 4.25 because while I thought lyrically it's amazing honestly I'm at this point where like if I want some like dense ass lyrical miracle shit this is a great album for it because the content is fascinating and there's a lot to learn from it otherwise it's not my like go-to vibe I'm, I'm a little more emo than this <laughs> um, at this phase of my life anyway uh, I don't have a lot more to comment on this one what about you uh, nope. Why don't we talk about Books of Blood, The Coming of Ten? Yeah. So apparently there is a book called The Coming of Ten. Mm-hmm. And I don't know what it's about, but I was like Um, so it's written by um Riley Martin, who we do hear um later on, I think. Um he, he introduces the song. Yeah. Oh, yeah. There's, there's quotes from him. And so I looked him up. And he, yeah, so he's an American author. And he wrote the book, The Coming of Tan. And he, like, spoke to aliens and stuff. Um, so that kind of makes sense, considering they keep talking about, you know, aliens. And he passed away in, like, 2015. So he was still, like, super, like, if you are into like alien stuff like if you actually genuinely follow it like you probably know who he is and like he had like a show on like Sirius XM and like like he's like a, a like a big guy I guess in like that world um yeah I guess so they <laughs> named it after that and I like right off the jump it's like took a physical odyssey to the fathers of Shabazz so 
According to Nation of Islam doctrine, Shabazz was an ancient scientist from Mecca who led the original people of the tribe of Shabazz into Africa. You know, just again, it's interesting stuff because I do want to learn more about this, so I'm fascinated it presents it. The shamans of the Cherokees arrived in Nevada 10 miles away from NASA, I believe that's Area 51, mm -hmm. met the farmer in which he revealed to me Ohio crop circles that linked all the star constellations to the 19 galaxy. The metaphysicist that quote the Roswell, New Mexican Deserts of Death Valley, and with EBE, and EBE is, uh, according to Bob Lazar, the extraterrestrial bi biological entities boiled down to the greys, the typical grey aliens we see. Anyway, it's really doing it. It's really running through all that shit, and I'm like, wow. I don't know that anyone's put it down like so blunt like that for me. Down to becomes a Zeta reticulin behold the arrival of the Nephilim. So it's basically implying that, you know, the ancient angel people that are supposed to be coming from whatever are in fact these aliens. So religion and aliens are kind of linked together. Yeah. And then Icon kind of flows on through with his verse. Beware the prophecies of the tarot's alien spacecraft flying away like sparrows. There's sparrows that fly around our apartment. They're not as annoying as the Blue Jays. Blue Jays are fucking annoying. No, uh, just some raccoon showed up the other day and ate Very all of exciting. the squirrels like food and then like left. That's well, they stayed there for like two days. It was like a family of three of and them. And they just ate everything. Yeah, hey, there's food here, guys. Okay, let's eat. And then they ate the whole food supply and just like left. Um, and then flying discs seen in Ezekiel 1-3. So let's, let's read that. I looked and I saw a windstorm coming out the north, an immense cloud with flashing light and surrounded by brilliant light. The center of the fire looked like glowing metal. And then that fire was what looked like four living creatures. Anyway, so yeah, we're getting biblical prophecies brought into the middle of this. I bring forth harmonics like Hiroshima and Nagasaki, because in a sense, the harmonic, the sound of the bombs was intense and he's coming in proper and harsh. <clears throat> and I like how he just kind of gets a little more clear for everybody. Uh, liquid crystals collide membranes responding to the spectrum of the universal intelligence matrix. The basis is that the extraterrestrials created Christ and have a device that recorded all of Earth's history and can display it in the form of a hologram precise. So basically, aliens are, are kind of created it all and, and are you know able to communicate with us more directly mm -hmm. i'm like this is fucking weird llo comes back again with the kind of third verse and when he just flows through but my favorite lyric in this is when he goes non-earthly alien autopsy psychosocial biological and electromagnetic manipulation of human consciousness and i'm like i don't know if that rhymes but it's pretty impressive that he just wraps the album title yep. into the middle of this the vulcan walks <clears throat> about the abyss and then brings up star trek awesome shit icon comes in the verbal hyokran royal killer like shorgizi speak babylonian and hebrew genesis like the star gods bless i don't know okay i'm done too much of it however development of aids was founded in 1969 for the seven injected into the hundred million africans in 77 which um i don't know about that in particular but there was multiple instances of the u.s government doing things like testing sexually transmitted diseases on black populations like i know i think it was the tuscany trial the situation where they just infested a bunch of black men with syphilis just like that see what happened anyway I like how it kind of brings up that stuff too, mm -hmm. and then it like flows out. Overall, I thought it was pretty good. I gave it another 4.25. It's like fresh in terms of the tone. And I like that every song almost seems to take its own little niche 
of these different out there ideas. Yeah. So like, it's not like it's all completely random. It's there's like, like not there's no like as far as like I noticed uh, like repetitiveness, but there's a lot about the same topics. Like the same, they clearly all read the same stuff, but instead they're taking different angles of the philosophy that they're coming through. Mm -hmm. Anyway, we're going to talk about one more little track thing. Did you give a grade or anything? Um, I no, I, I did not. Um, I, well, let's see. Okay. The only thing I had to say about it was um, there's like Latin church like singing or something um, or like opera singing or whatever like it's in the background, which is kind of like nice and interesting and like sets the tone for like the song. The song, it sounds like very you know ancient like everything else that they're doing um and i feel like icon definitely stands out as the best um in my opinion um out of everybody um same thing as you like he definitely has powerful lines such as development of aids was funded in 1969 for the seven injected into the 100 million africans in 77 which is something specific that like i have heard about but i've never heard like a reference like so like, this is when this happened. This was, like, you know, what happened for this many people. Like, I didn't know, like, anything. Like, I've heard about this, but I didn't know anything more proof, sort of, or evidence-wise. Um, so this is definitely something that I want to look more into. Uh, I think this is really interesting and, like, shocking and terrible and everything. So I think that that's really interesting. And this, if this, you know, this has really happened, then I want to know about it. Um... So, yeah, and I think that's, I mean, it's really well made, and it's really an interesting song. Um, I gave it a four on five. I'll just say that. All right. So next up is Incanatrix. Okay. Incanatrix means witch in Latin, or enchantress, or something oh, that like makes that. makes sense. And it's got this intoxicating... Like incan... In, incantri- like incanatrix. Hmm. Anyway, incantation. Yeah, that's what I was thinking of. Um... And then, uh, so you get this voice that goes, the sun will be turned into darkness and the moon will turn to mud because of you, sun. And I thought that was cool because it has the, both the uses of sun in the same like little line. And it's got this eerie little interlude thing. And that's kind of its little purpose, to give you a little break in the midst of, uh, I guess, all of the intensity that we've been encountering so far. And it, again, shows off... Um, you know, Stoops' ability to just kind of create an intoxicating little groove here. And he does that, and I think it does its job well, and I gave it a 4.3. Hmm. Um, so, yeah, I mean, it, it's sort of weird. It's mostly just a beat. It's only 25 seconds. Um, I thought it said the moon uh, the moon will turn into blood. Oh, but I heard mud. Maybe, see, I don't know. Maybe it's blood. Um, so I thought that that was sort of a, a weird song, a weird thing. Um, I gave it a three on five. It's okay. It's fine. What? Anyway, we're going to cut it about here because it's about halfway through the album and the rest of it is just nine or more songs to yep. talk about. So instead of killing you with a three hour review, we've been cutting them in half and whatnot. Um, so thank you all for watching so far. Feel free to leave us a comment with whatever you want to comment on. Uh, we'll definitely answer you if you make that effort. Like the video if you did. Subscribe to the channel if you're down for part two slash more reviews. And uh, special thanks to the patrons. It's Milka Dempsey, Chris Prado, Jonathan Barnes, TJ Black, Hurricane, Linda Williams, and uh, Connie Sparks. They support what we do. They helped us get a new camera. They'll soon be paying for our website. Kind of want to wait till I can buy the whole year up front on Patreon money. Let um, us know if you've ever listened to this album, though. Like, I just want to know if any if anybody has or if anybody is, like, I'm interested like, in doing like, listening to this. or Like or, this, this particular album? Or just, like... I'm willing to bet that, as is the case with most of our reviews, most people who click on it are going to be... 
people who care about this album. I like, I, yeah, but some people just listen to it to like discover new stuff. So I think it's like kind of cool. So if you have listened to it before and like it's something that's like up your niche, let us know your thoughts on it. That's fair. Thirty-three percent of our channel views are subscribers, so there is a chance that some people have not heard it and are watching it. I'm sorry for not being inclusive to everyone. <laughs> Still, Ismail Gadamsi used his Patreon powers to make us review this album, so that's why it's happening. So that's a little perk for y'all, and we'll come up with cooler perks in the future once we're a little more set up with some more things. Um, uh, I also make music. You can check that out in the description of the video. Let me know what you think about anything, and we look forward to doing the next part and getting it back to you real soon. Peace. Bye, guys.